Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. I get pitched to be on my podcast probably two to three times a day. Everyone says the same thing. Tom, I love your podcast and would love to be a guest. There's only one problem, Henneka. I don't have a podcast. And they're just robo-pitching. And you think about that, that's not being a guest. That's being slimy. That's being spammy. That's everything that people hate. If you want to be introduced to somebody's audience, somebody's friends, somebody's tribe, well, you need to earn that. And, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk always talks about jab, 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 right hook. And I probably missed a couple jabs in there. I look at it as serve, 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 ask, right? So serve. Hi, this is Henneko. I'm so glad you took the time to stop by today. In Jamaican parlance, Wagwan, Miglatsayadayo. This episode is sponsored by HennekeWatkesporter.com as well as the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Now on HennekeWatkesporter.com, you can visit us for blogs, resources, books, online podcast courses, podcasts, and more. If you are new to the Entrepreneurial New Podcast, be sure to check out past episodes with guests such as John Lee Dumas, Patrice Washington, Seth Godin, Richard Branson, Amy Porterfield, and a host of other game changers. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. And now, here's today's episode. Human beings love to buy stuff, but we hate being sold through the old paradigm. Glenn Carson. All right. Greetings, 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 my P-Performer. I want to welcome you to episode 202 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Henneko Watkins-Porter. Today's episode is with Tom Schraub. Now, Tom knows how to build an online business. Believe me, he's done it successfully several times and now helps others find online success with podcast interview marketing. As a Navy veteran who ran nuclear power plants and an inbound marketing engineer, Tom Schraub has a refreshingly unique approach. He helps thought leaders like coaches, authors, speakers, you name them, get featured on leading podcasts. So their ideal prospects that they're already listening to those shows. So Tom gets these 
thought leaders in front of those people. The interview valet system then helps them to turn listeners into customers. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation that we are about to have. And it's titled today, Using Podcast Interview Marketing to Turn Listeners into Customers. Welcome, Tom. Thank you, Henneke. I am thrilled to be here. Absolutely. I'm thrilled to have you. Now, have you ever been to Jamaica? I have. Uh, my bride and I went there, oh, about, uh, let's see, a dozen years ago on our honeymoon. And it is paradise. I wish we were uh, talking live there. Ah, it is indeed. Actually, you know, she did, Karen did share that information with me, um, and about the honeymoon, the honeymoon being in Jamaica and, you know, it being paradise and all of that. So I am putting this out to you, Tom, that when next you come to Jamaica, both of you, that you make sure that you come and you look for me so that I can take you around and show you all things Jamaican. That, of course, when the pandemic is over, right? (laughs) I would love that. Absolutely. All right. So in the intro, I talked some somewhat about you being a Navy veteran. Um, That's how you kind of started out many years ago. Tell me about that experience and what it was like for you. Yeah, so I was lucky enough or blessed enough to get into the United States Naval Academy where thank you to all the U.S. taxpayers for paying my education. Uh, I was a mechanical engineer and I loved engineering, but I didn't like being an engineer. Uh, I loved <laughs> running running the nuclear power plants and people would say, that's amazing. And I'm like, no, what's amazing is that Smarter people than I uh, figured out the systems, the processes, the culture in order to do that. So I've really taken that and applied it to to my life and business. Uh, a lot of people will, you know, say that uh, uh, you know that they're making it up as they go, and I just never liked that. To me, it's like build a system, continue to learn, and that's how you can really deliver consistent results over and over to your clients. You know, before you even quantify and qualified what you just said, that's exactly as you, as you started talking, Tom, I already picked up from you that you are a man of systems. You are a man of processes. How important is that in any business structure, any business model that you are employing? How important is that? To me, it's the foundation and it's the only way you're going to be able to scale because Going back to to nuclear power, if you needed physicists with PhDs from, you know, Harvard in order to run it, how are you going to ever get more than a handful of those? And I would say the same thing to people in their business. If you need superstars, if you need, you know, superhumans to expand your business, your luck at finding those is going to be really minimal. Now, I look at it as we've got great people and we've got a, a distributed team of 18 throughout the uh, throughout the world. And so we find the best people, but then we give them the systems, the processes, the resources in order to for them to use those. Uh, and often, I think, as business leaders, we say we blame it on people. Well, they didn't do this right. And I always look at it and say, well, 99% of the world wants to do a great job. So when something doesn't work right, I always look and say, okay, is it the system? Why, why, why didn't they have the things they needed to, to do it? And that addresses the problem and makes it better for everybody. And I think also from the team member standpoint, they're less frustrated. You know, they, they don't feel like they have to be Superman, you know, pulling a rabbit out of their hat every time. 
Mm-hmm. So from nuclear power into um, the entrepreneurial town, give me a little synopsis of that journey because we want to get to the place where we can talk about interview valet. So give us a little synopsis into um, that transition from nuclear um, power, uh, you know, Navy veteran and all into your entrepreneurial uh, feats, journeys. Well, I think that I always was, felt like I was in a round hole uh, or in square, a square peg in a in round, a round hole. hole. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I was taught from an early age, get a get a um, a solid job, get a secure job with a big company. And so, you know, the Navy seemed like that. Um, but then, you know, my year group, um, all of a sudden peace broke out, uh, you know, when the evil empire, the Russia uh, stopped the Cold War. And so there was a lot of cutbacks and I just looked at it and said, I've done everything I've wanted to. And I went to get another quote unquote stable job uh, with a corporate company. And I did really, really well there up until 2008. And they decided at that time they wanted to uh, go direct and, that, you know, they did well by me and bought back the distributorship. But I realized that the true security comes from your ability to perform. And I would rather have, you know, as an entrepreneur, paychecks from a hundred or a thousand people a month as opposed to just one person. So to me, I always think I was an entrepreneur in heart. It was just that my upbringing, my community said, that's risky, that's scary. Um, And I look back on it now and say, um, I wish I would have taken that plunge, you know, 20 years earlier because I have learned so much as an entrepreneur and had so much fun. When I was when I was in uh, the Navy or was in the corporate world, you know, people count down how many years they have till retirement. Now I'm amongst entrepreneurs that are excited of what they're going to do in the next couple decades. And some of them, you know, are well beyond, quote unquote, retirement age. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, that's what's kind of what led me to um, to quit my job um, 13 years ago when I said to myself, when fear grips the heck out of me, right? But I said to myself, uh, what will happen if, you know, 10 years on the road, I don't start this thing. I'm going to look back and wonder, you know, what could have been, what might have been, what would have been. So um, I understand that, you know, it's, and, and how important it is to to just plunge. And many times I, I say to myself, I should have done this earlier. So I do get where you are. But no. We know that we've, we've, we've kind of settled on the bases and, um, you know, those foundational points of you, your starting point, your entrepreneurial, um, mindset and all of that. Let's get into, um, the meat of the matter, right? As they say, which is using podcast interview marketing to turn listeners into customers. My first question is why, well, my first as it relates to this, um, segment, why isn't more thought leaders using podcasting as a tool and guest um, podcasting as we as we frame it I, I think because they look at it and they're trying to find silver bullets and they're trying to say what's the next platform that I should be on what's the next tool what's the next um, thing that's going to change my business and I step back on it and say well how do you grow your business what is your biggest problem that you have right now and I would argue that Every business, every thought leader, every influencer, the biggest problem they have right now is obscurity. Right now, there are thousands, tens of thousands, millions of people that would buy your product or service if they only knew about you. And some people will say, well, break through the noise. 
And it's usually the people that are selling us the megaphones that are telling us <laughs> to break through the noise. I like it. Right? And Hedica, we're all we're all yelling, nobody's getting heard, and we're wasting a lot of money with that. And I, I talk with most people and say, you know, what would your dream be? And they'd be like, well, if I could talk to, you know, a hundred or a thousand ideal people and they would, they would listen to me. They would, you know, listen intently. And I'm like, okay, well, why don't you do that through a podcast or better yet do it through podcast interviews? Because now you're tapping into other people's platform. You get to be introduced as the expert. You get to that transfer of no like, and trust. You get to tell your story, tell how you help people. And especially today, you know, where travel is, is limited um, and it's always travel's been costly. Now, why would you want to jump in a plane to go across country so you could speak to an event of 200 ideal customers? Just jump on a podcast interview and in 30 or 45 minutes, you can talk with hundreds, thousands of people throughout time. So I think really the goes back to your question of why aren't more people doing it? Because I don't think everybody understands the power of it and the people that are trying to make money, uh, the Facebook ads, the Google ads, the, the newest course, um, they're not talking about it because it makes so much sense and it's something that's available to everybody. If you've got an internet connection um, and a microphone, you can be a podcast guest. This is amazing. I mean, even myself as a as a podcaster, a podcast host, you know, I I see the benefits myself of, you know, podcasting on other people's podcasts and the opportunities that, you know, that has um, given me. Now, I want to talk about, so we, we've spoken about the benefits of being on, you know, other person's podcast, even if you have your, you have your own. But let's talk about how to do it right. You know, I had a guest, uh, a prospective um, guest who his agent reached out to me um, to to book on my show. And of course, you know, he fit the profile and everything. And I said, certainly. Then he came back to say, oh, you know, this person is only doing um, shows with that has X amount of reviews. And I had to, I mean, I, I got very defensive because this is, and, and my response to him was exactly, I have several five-star ratings and reviews. It's just that they're not coming from the same place in terms of country. And then, you know, you have Apple dividing it into several different, um, you know, stores and so on. And I'm saying, mm-hmm. thankfully, guests like, Richard Branson, Les Brown, Seth Godin, and so on didn't say that and they didn't do that or as I wouldn't have had these guests on. And I went on to share all the credentials and credibility of my show. I handled the show very well, put so much into it, and I, I really got offended for him to come back and say that. No, that is something in my mind that leaves a very bitter taste as somebody, you know, as an agent who is seeking to have guests on other people's show. So with that preface, that very long preface that I've made, um, what are some of the best ways, best practices in going and seeking out um, to, to become guests on other people's show? And I think that you bring up a great point there, Hanukkah. It's being a guest, right? So it's like if you invited me over to your home to be a guest at a, at a dinner party, to invite me to all your friends, to introduce me to your friends, how rude would that be if I, I drove by your house and I said, you know, um, 
the the lawn wasn't mowed, um, so I don't want to be there. And that's basically what they did that's when they did. Went, said, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's incredibly rude. The other thing, too, is that I get pitched to be on my podcast probably two to three times a day. Everyone says the same thing. Tom, I love your podcast and would love to be a guest. <laughs> There's only one problem, Henneke. I don't have a podcast. <laughs> and they're just robo-pitching. And you think about that, that's not being a guest. That's being slimy. That's being spammy. Um, that's everything that people hate. If you want to be introduced to somebody's um, somebody's audience, somebody's friends, somebody's tribe, well, you need to earn that. And, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk always talks about jab, 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 right hook. And I probably missed a couple jabs in there. <laughs> yeah, um, jab, 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 right hook, yes. <laughs> and I look at it as serve, 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 ask, right? So serve, like leave a rating and review. Listen to the show. Follow them on social media. Make a comment. Share something. After that, the podcast host, you are. Right. We're all vain. We all listen for our names. After that, then you've earned the right to reach out to them. And it's not to pitch yourself to be on the show. It's to introduce yourself an idea that might help the host. So to reach out to them as a human being, not as a as a canned email message. And maybe that's through a video, a quick video. Maybe it's through social media. Maybe it's through a short email but just to acknowledge and say, Henneke, I love the podcast. I really enjoyed um, this episode. Um, I think I've got something that could serve your you and your audience. Tell them a little bit about it. You know, if you keep doing that, the serve, 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 ask, they'll be asking you to be on the podcast. And then the same thing once you're a guest, right? Show up prepared, show up on time. Show up with a, a professional microphone and, um, you know, free of distractions. Show up there to serve. I, I remember a, a podcaster, uh, DJ Doug Sandler. He has a podcast called Nice Guys on Business. And I love what he said one time. He said, if you do a good job on a podcast, you don't have to promote yourself. He says, I will promote you better than you ever could. And I think too often people now are focusing on pitching. And I think that's dehumanizing. You pitch a baseball, you introduce a, pu a person. They, they are focused on, well, if I go and if I email, you know, these 10,000 podcasts, a couple of them are going to say yes. Yeah, they probably will. But it's not the ones you want, uh, the, not the ones that you want to be on. I always tell people, focused on being a guest, focus on building a relationship. And don't think of it as somebody inviting you to just their podcast. It's somebody inviting you to their home, somebody inviting you to introduce them to your friends. And that's a, a great honor and uh, never minimize that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, I, you know, I, what you said is just so perfect. And the analogy that you gave to, in, in even going back to my own example, I'm not sticking there, but just going back to that example of, you know, um, so I've invited you to my home. As a matter of fact, you asked to be invited to my home, right? And, and I've invited you. And now you're going to tell me that my home isn't good enough for you. Like, where do you get off? No, I had to put him straight, right? <laughs> now, um, 
I, 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 I love working with interview valet and what you've said, Tom, is not something that your team, um, have not been practicing. And I, I mean, like I said, you know, as podcast hosts, we get pitched every single day. Um, myriads of people, you know, coming to us, reaching out to be on shows and, and all of that. And sometimes I just, you know, they come with the same thing. And I've always said, okay, the least you can do because you love my show so much, you can perhaps leave a note, um, a comment on one of the show notes page, or you can leave a review, right? I mean, that would show how much you really love it, right? But usually um, that's not done. But I find that the the team at Interview Valet, very professional, know the job inside out. So I'm actually selling the business for you. But I want you to tell us a little more about Interview Valet. Um, why did you see the need for this business uh, to start this company? And um, what it is that you are doing for your clients? Thank you for the kind words. And our mission is to personally introduce inspiring thought leaders to millions of people they could serve for the betterment of all. And that's the overarching, you know, mission that we have. And one of our values is that relationships are the ultimate currency. Another one is that in this digital age, it's the, it's the personal touch that makes the difference. And so where this business came out of was really my experience with inbound marketing, using content to attract, engage, and delight customers. And back a dozen years ago, the, the trick, the hack, if you will, was to do guest blogs. So instead of me writing a blog and having it seen by three people, you know, including <laughs> my mom and my, my wife, um, would be to guest blog, put that blog up on a site where my ideal customers were already listening or already reading. And so back in 2014, I started to hypothesize that you could use podcast interviews the same way. You could tap into other people's platforms to get that no like, and trust. So we started to test it in 2014. Um, I wrote a cheesy book, uh, a PDF in 2015, and people read it and they said, well, I want to be the guest. You just take care of all the rest. And uh, I was that came from a, a client and uh, that sort of became our tagline. So in 2015, we started to beta test a done-for-you service that would help authors, coaches, consultants, brands – get on podcasts that their ideal customers were listening to. It went so well that we launched it um, in early 2016, and now we've grown to a team of over 18. Uh, we serve about 120 clients at any one time, and uh, you know, really it's a partnership with them. Uh, we want them not just to get on podcasts. We want them to be able to grow their brand and grow their business with podcast interviews. So, um, you know, a lot of people come to us and say, can you get me on a podcast? And I always respond, you know, there's 1.8 million podcasts right now. You don't need my help, but if you want to grow your business with podcast interviews, yeah, that's what we focus on. And how has that experience been like for you? What are, what are some of the, um, the, the, the most uh, proud moments that you have that you want to share? Oh, and thank you for asking that. And, um, <laughs> it's like I, sometimes I feel like a parent, right? A proud parent of not what I've done, but what the team has done. And I just love that. And when I go to a, a, a conference or somebody tells me about, I love interview ballet because of this, you know, and it's nothing that I did. 
but it's something that the team did. Or to be listening um, to a to a podcast and hear the host talk to the guest and uh, their friends, and then to hear them back and say, you know what, we're starting to uh, be a partners, right? We're going to do a deal together. Or um, I uh, they became a client even before the um, the show aired. Or for them to come back and say, those podcast interviews changed my life. I can think of uh, one lady that was a um, She'd left the corporate world. Uh, Sharon is a PhD and she left the corporate world and we helped her launch her first book. Well, she did the podcast interviews and then she said, I love these so much that I'm going to do my own podcast. And then she started to get people to ask her after the event for coaching and consulting with that. And then after that, she was had so many people, she started to do live events and I remember she gave us a video testimonial just uh, a while ago, and it, it was something that I could have like shown at my uh, at my funeral. I was so proud of it. She's like, "You helped launch my business. You helped tra- change change my life." And it's really that whole thing of exposure brings opportunity. And she had enough exposure that it brought all this other opportunities. We've worked with authors that have gotten on, you know, USA Today bestseller list or Wall Street Journal bestseller list and how it changed their lives. Or even from the customer standpoint of, you know, I heard this person on a podcast and I was in a a dark time in my life and all of a sudden, um, you know, it it changed my life. And and that's another one that um, I actually got to meet a podcast host and one of, or I'm sorry, a podcast guest and one of his coaching clients. He invited me down um, to one of his masterminds, and the two of them told me the story. And uh, this gentleman had heard him on a podcast interview, and he was in a dark time, and he was uh, con- considering making a a decision that would would greatly impact his life, his family, all of the rest of this. And he was in a dark place, and he heard JB on an interview. And he's like, wow, that, this gives me hope. He reached out to him. He started coaching with him and his life turned around and they invited me down. And I, I've got the picture with the three of them. And it's like I had a small, small portion of what of you know what happened there. It was mostly the team. It was mostly our client. But I'm proud to say that uh, that we had an impact on that. Right. You know, that's such a warming, heartwarming story. Now, Tom, I know, you know, definitely there would have been challenges along the way, but I'm going to kind of almost, you know, let this be the happy note on which we, um, kind of bring a close to our conversation. So I won't get into the challenges and stuff that you've had because I'm sure as a business person, as an entrepreneur myself, there has to be challenges along the way. Now, what I'd love for you to bring home, Tom, as we, as we close, is just your final words, your final thoughts on how we can turn listeners into customers, um, you know, as, as persons wanting to share their thoughts with, with others. Yeah, really, exposure brings opportunity. So if you can get in front of your ideal customers, get them that know, like, and trust, they're going to hear you on a podcast interview and some people are going to turn you down. And other people's are going to turn you up. That's fine. Those people that turn you up, those are your ideal customers. And I always say that everything we do is not magic. It's it's not a secret. Like I said, I I published a book. It uh, uh, finally went out, and it's coming out in Audible now. Uh, and it's called Podcast Guest Profits. 
and it gives the exact system that we use that you can use yourself. Um, and we just do it. That's all we do. We do it with excellence. But if you just want to, to do it yourself, um, please, I urge you, what, what's ordinary to you is amazing to other people. You could help so many people and just do it Do it right. Um, like I say, I, I sell a lot of those books, but I, I give more of them away and I'd be happy to give them away to, to any of your listeners. Hanukkah, if they're in the in the States, I'll, I'll mail them a copy. If they're outside the States, I'll email them a copy. Oh, sounds good. Thank you for that. I was just about to ask you to, to, you know, give your final on that as well as to share your contact details. How might my committee get in touch with you? Sure. So with this, um, I know you're doing a lot of things. You're, you're multitasking. So I'm going to give you just one place to go. If you go to interviewvalet.com forward slash T E Y. And when you do that, um, I'll put all my social media there, my email if you want to c- contact me. There's an assessment, you know, does this, will podcast interview marketing work for you? Free copy of my book. And if this resonated with you and you're like, man, I'd, I'd like to talk to somebody on the team and see how I could use this. I'll put a calendar scheduling link there and we would love to talk with you. Uh, all of those things will be back at interviewvalet.com forward slash T-E-Y. Wow. Thank you so much, Tom Schwab. Thank you so much for sharing, spending time with me, talking about, you know, something that is of quite, you know, big relevance right now. We need to be getting in front of our customers. We need to be, because if nobody knows about us, right, then it makes no sense we're in business. Correct? (laughs) Correct. You're not helping anybody if they don't know who you are. Absolutely. So thank you, Tom. Thank you so much. And thank you, my peak performer, for tuning in to this episode with Tom Schraub. I certainly look forward to connecting with you next week. But in the meantime, I would love the opportunity to coach you one-on-one to start your podcast. Or if you've already started, to help you to level up your podcast in terms of your marketing and reaching the audience that you really want to reach. Or simply to join my mastermind group, whichever one you want to reach out to me for be free. If you simply want to make leave a comment about the episode that you've just heard, reach out to me nonetheless. HennekaWatkinsPorter.com. Send me a WhatsApp that you will be, you see the icon right from that homepage on the right at the bottom. Just send me a message and I will respond to you. It comes directly to my phone. So rest assured you'll hear from me. On this week's point of hope, I want to share with you, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 1 Peter 1 verse 3. What good 